what's happening, man? Hey, not much, man. I'm gonna just let's take a minute. I'm gonna check my phone here. I'm trying to get this pulled up here. So I can monitor comments. Yeah, okay. I see it. Dan, you look good in blue, man. I like blue. I think it's, it's the color. Yeah, looks good on you, man. <laughs> I I would agree. Matter uh, of fact, I've always been one that I don't have any branded stuff that I wear, and I just decided that I need to change that. So. <laughs> All right, Dan. Hey, it looks like it's working. We're streaming. So, hey, let's get started. Hey, Fence fam. Welcome to the show. This is uh, my Fence Life Live. I'm Cannon. This is my partner, Dan. And tonight, uh, it's just Dan and myself. We're going to hang out. We've got, a, uh, we've got kind of a brief agenda. And we always wish and hope for some participation and some collaboration. Uh, as always, you guys know how it goes. You can try to click the link above. Uh, that'll help bring your name over to our side so we can see your comments better. Um, but if not, go ahead, comment anyways. You can put your name behind the comment so we know who you are, or you can just choose to be anonymous. Uh, either way, we have a way of finding out who you are. Uh, <laughs> we're going to rat you out anyway. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to figure it out. Get to the bottom of it. Um, so anyways, a few things that's on our mind tonight that, that Dan and I want to discuss. And we're also open to other ideas for our agenda. This is a fluid show. It's a live show. So you guys have the opportunity to participate. Uh, so Dan had Dan wrote the agenda tonight. So if you don't like it. I didn't write the agenda. It was just some ideas I had. I said, hey, man, these are some things. I want Dan to wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, yeah, a few of the uh, few of the topics. Um, creative selling strategies is one. Uh, we're going to talk financing, uh, different finance options and how it's how it can can impact your bottom line. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about materials, materials cost, materials management. Um, yeah, yeah. And how how we how we're all collectively handling uh, the material situation as of now. Um, we're going to talk about uh, workmanship and warranty issues uh, somewhere along the way. Uh, and I think one of the cooler portions of this show, Dan, is we're going to talk about apps. Yeah, apps. What what are we focusing on? What should we be focusing on? You know, all that good stuff, man. As y'all know, I had a pretty rough week last week. One of my uh, crews got in an accident, so I missed last Tuesday because it happened Tuesday morning. And if you're a business owner and you got guys that have been working for you and been with you a while. You know, it's not about the truck. It's not about the material. It's not about the job that didn't get done. It's about, hey, you know, these guys, some of them, some of them two of the guys were brand new, but, you know, a couple of them, were, hey, these are uh, like family, you know. So I was dealing with that last week. And then on top of that, uh, if any of y'all were at um, Cannons in Tennessee when we did the uh, Mr. Finch training up there, uh, my guy Terry was with us. Terry's a big time bowler, if y'all don't know. Um, and he's tweaked his knee. So now Terry's out for a few weeks. And uh, it's Mark Olsen so, bringing in. <laughs> so no Terry. So that's a big hurt. And then one of my guys that got hurt in a wreck, he's like a co crew leader. So that's hurt me. So I got my boy Zach. He's, uh, man, he's pulled up his bootstraps, stepped up. 
I just kind of was like, hey, what do we need to do to fix this problem now that Quentin's out? Now that Quentin's out. So, hey, what's so, up, Mark? I guess I need to. Hey, we can hear y'all. I know it. Hey, Mark, you're on Facebook Live right now, brother. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, you're good, man. I just thought I would answer for the for the show. Everybody. Uh oh. All right, brother. Hey, I'll call you back later. So, uh, anyway, man, Terry's out. And Zach stepped up like a like a soldier, man. He uh, he was like, "Hey, I guess I need to pull out the office and get on the truck and get some uh, fencing ground." So, but I, I mean, he didn't hesitate. So I'm real proud of him, man. But you got he's like he's like a son to me. You know, he's been with me, my kids, for a long time, and been working for me for three, four years, and. I take care of him like he's like one of my kids, you know. Yeah, I do that with you know, all my guys that have been with me a while. So anyway, so man, uh, it's been crazy. Had a three day yeah. weekend, Memorial Day. Yeah. So me and my family, we uh, we went to the Buffalo River here in West Tennessee, and we floated. What day was that? It was Sunday. We went Saturday. We pitched a tent, camped out. Me, my wife, my two kids, Owen and Charlie, um, and we met my brother and his wife. Bobby and Missy, and we all got on a uh, we all got on the river and floated. We had a bunch of inner tubes. We tied them together. Had some coolers. Had some uh, Bluetooth speakers going on. We was living life. The only problem with it was that the water temperature was like sixty five and the air temperature was like sixty nine. So it's a little <laughs> cold, but um, it's a uh, it's, it's kind of become a memorial Memorial Day tradition uh, that we all meet up at the Buffalo River. And we float, and usually by Memorial Day, it's like 95 degrees. It's hot, and uh, this was a this was the exception to the rule. And uh, so yeah, we're floating down this river, and like we would get up under some shade trees here and there. And so we're trying to like backpedal back into the sun, which is complete opposite. Uh, normally, you're like trying to find yeah, find a little bit of shade. And uh, but yeah, so hey, we got some comments rolling in. Hey, I man. saw the picture Kristen posted of you, man. She was like, look at this fine thing. Bunch of little fires. Yeah, so it was so cold, man. I had my, my I was like, video. I can't, I can't look at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh it was not not typical, but we had a great time and um uh, so we had a I guess technically we had a three day weekend and uh I say I spent twenty four hours of it hanging out and like I'd literally worked until the minute we left. I went inside, I grabbed a backpack and just threw a bunch of crap into it. And of course, I didn't have anything that I really needed, uh, but we're camping, right? So what do you really need? And then uh, as soon as we got back, uh, I just got right back to work. Um, so, well, uh, but it was the week, a, after the week I had, dude, by three o'clock, I was like, I'm done. I checked out. Dylan was still here and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, I'm out of this. And I think I spent my whole weekend, um, uh, so, hey, a lot uh, of debauchery. So we got some comments. Let's go ahead and address a few of these. And guys, if you're here with us, uh, we invite you to say hello. Uh, maybe help us out. Put your name at the end of it. If not, again, we'll figure it out. So this is Zach Lang. Uh, that's your Zach, right, Dan? Yeah, that's the guy Zach I was just talking about. Good guy. Good Vince guy. King. Uh, <laughs> so this is Mitchell Gregory. He said, what's up, guys? I like that new sign back there. Thanks for the help the other day. So where is it at? I put... Uh, me and Mitchell had a sign swap out the other day. He came by and 
Uh, I, I, need, I, I need to get me some signs, some more signs, man. Yeah, we're we're getting low ourselves, and apparently the signs are taking a little bit longer uh, than normal, like everything else to come in. Um, so yeah, uh, Mark Olson has has rejoined us. Hey, 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 hey. And we got Jeff Kephart also in the uh, in the chat log tonight. Um, so hey, Dan, before we go any further, I want to go ahead and talk about uh, the Fence Professionals Network page. Yeah, some did you notice? News. You notice a difference when you logged in? Yeah, yeah, I noticed it. Um, it looked like Mark updated the uh, updated the um, cover photo with the yep. AFA. It's, is it the official page of the AFA? Is that what they're doing? Yeah. So, so, so the uh, the network page, um, which was a, a Mr. Fence page and 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 managed by Josh Glover, uh, it's kind of cool. They they decided that hey. We've built this thing up. It's it's in my opinion, it's the most professional Facebook group platform that there is. Uh, yeah, the and, moderators and admins they don't put up with any crap. Yeah, and so they they uh, they donated it to the AFA uh, so the AFA can host this page and be the official um, owner of the page. I thought that was pretty cool news, and uh, I logged on the other day and I thought I was on the wrong page because I saw a bunch of red. You know, yeah, and I was like, Well, this looks different, you know. And a little side note here I logged in today, like 30 minutes ago, and I wasn't <laughs> even a I wasn't even a member anymore. And so I'm like, What the crap happened? <laughs> and that's that's honestly why Mark was calling me back there. He was, uh, I called him and Josh both, and I was like, Hey, did I get the boot? And I, you know, honestly, you know, those guys, I thought they were pranking on me. And uh, Josh was laughing, Josh was like, You removed yourself. Yeah, so he went through the activity. He says, uh, "Yeah, you got removed uh, by yourself." So, anyways, I guess I somehow I, I was <laughs> riding or something happened, and I, I pocket removed myself from the page. And I had like a brief uh, freak out moment when I realized it because I had just got, also got off the phone with my mom, and uh, I was like, "Hey, mom, listen, I, I love you, but I got to go. We got this this thing coming up." And uh, I was like, "Hey, you know what? You should watch it, but you have to be a uh, you have to be on the page." So. I said, let me send you an invite. Then I went to the page. I'm like, well, damn, somebody's going to have to invite me to the page. You know? Are you, are you secretly trying to give a shout out to your mom? Yeah. Moms, if you're here. What's up, Miss Kathy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so my mom is, uh, she's my backbone and like our biggest investor, like our biggest supporter. <laughs> yeah, she's man, cool. my dad was around. He used to say I was his, he was my silent partner. I remember I used to go to him and whenever I gave him that call, hey Pop, what you doing? He knew it was there was a there was a few grand involved in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. And so my mom is also our insurance agent, which helps out tremendously. Um and I think as a as a um, as a result of that, like I honestly don't know enough about insurance myself. Uh because it was always just built into the system and so we started the fence company and, and obviously, hey, we gotta have insurance, right? Yeah. And so hey mom, get <sighs> us get deal. us yeah, get us get us on. And I'll I'll brag on her. She said, Hey guys. I believe that's my mom saying, Hey guys. Um I see the fence fence prince is watching. <laughs> Look who just commented. What's up, ladies? Who is this? Matt Warner. Matt Warner. <laughs> What's up, Matt? It's about time for another Matt Warner episode, eh? It is. It is. We need to get Matt back on here. Um, 
and get uh, get down to some real business stuff. Yeah. Hey, so look here. I, I don't want to forget this. Since my mom's on here tonight, look, my backdrop every week, guys. This is you guys are used to seeing this. This is where I see it. Got a deer head up here. Got some fence signs. Got a sailboat. Uh, I think that sailboat is actually some random sailboat that, if I'm not mistaken, we were probably at Kroger's one time with my mom. With mom, and you know how I don't know if you ever back in the day that they'd have these random end caps. And I know it was a random end cap because one time my brother, Bobby, they had a bunch of like ceramic dishware. He knocked a like to me it was like a, the whole thing, but it's probably just a few boxes. You know how when you're little, things always seem bigger than what they really are. Yeah. But this little this little thing here, I'm pretty positive was like from a Kroger end cap, just a random thing. I was like, Mom, I gotta have that. And so I've had it this whole time. But more importantly, like this this whole entertainment system, um, I don't know how long ago this was i'm 33 i was probably 10 12 maybe 20 years ago maybe i would say she she signed up for a shop class uh in our town and uh she built this thing like out of just out of just yeah just random not random i'm just purposely done but like like went to lowe's bought bought wood put the little tracks in there so like i can adjust the shelf to however i want it Mm -hmm. uh so that's a that's a cool piece you know she built it can you do me a favor? Move, move your head to the right. Move it to the right. Right. Perfect. Cover up that San Francisco helmet. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> who that? Yeah. When I was in Tennessee, I stuck a big who that symbol on the uh, Florida de Lee on top of your, uh, your helmet. Remember? Yeah, I remember that. So we got Sean Owsley here with us tonight. He is from Empire Fence, Nebraska. And so Empire Fence, Nebraska is is right here on the hills of is it the hills before or the hills after? I'm I'm on the hills of a big event. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but anyways, hey Empire Fence, Nebraska, you guys I believe are gonna have the biggest AFA turnout in the history of the AFA turnouts. Yeah. That's what my vote. Call it? He calls it Operation What? Epic. Epic operation, epic. I think me and uh, Dylan are gonna head up that way. We're trying to figure it out. I got so much stuff going on right now. I just uh, a couple of my key guys out. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it, man. But yeah, I, I, I get wanna, it. I want to be there. I want to be there. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Um, so Dan, let's uh, let's 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 dive off on this a, a agenda here that you so, created. I guess my first thing was is what creative things are y'all doing to sell jobs that are now double what they used to be? You know, I'm selling a, a job that was thirty five hundred for six seven thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, I mean, as a <clears throat> big time residential guy, you know, we got a six seven thousand dollar job that was wood. Man, it's a nice job. Now I'm getting. 10,000, 11,000. Yeah. You know, because so, of the cost of material. So, you know, what are you doing that's creative to get people to see that it's affordable instead of looking at 11,000? $11,000, right. I could buy my high school kid a car. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, Dylan and I were, were sitting in the office and you know, what do we need to do? You know, what, what do we need to do to get these people to realize that, hey, I can really afford this. 
And uh, first thing he said was, "Is man, we need to run that uh, that financing video that we have." So then I'm flipping through my emails like a day or two later, and I got an email that said, "Hey, use our uh, use our financing calculator to show your customers what um, what it's going to cost." So that's what we started doing. <clears throat> After every estimate that we email. We'll go into our job calculator for the person with average credit. You know, we pick average credit, the total of the project, and it gives you a three year, five year, and a seven year if you're using Hearth. We screenshot it, we send that picture with the estimate. And I tell you what, man, it's made it's made a difference. We've had a couple of customers go, Oh, I can afford that. And we've sold jobs we wouldn't have sold because Dylan's like, hey. We need to utilize the hearth. And then I started paying attention to those emails that I usually throw in spam, you know. And I was like, hey, this job calculator, this job cost calculator is the way to go. So we've been utilizing that tremendously. And I'm starting to see see it pick up because my my financing had dropped off because people just weren't even considering financing seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I mean, there's other ones out there. I think the AFA has, um, is it called Synchrony? Synchrony Bank. Yeah. Yeah. They've got Synchrony. I use Hearth. I'm actually looking into a a new company called Interbank. And that's with an E, guys. E-N-E-R, Bank. And uh, with Interbank, they offer same as cash, 0% financing. Uh, It's a pretty tough gig to get a. get approved with them and I'm going through that process now. But uh hold on now. Sorry. What are you doing? It's like it's is this our first show? Yeah my phone my phone had cut out man and uh so uh so I want to talk about I want to talk about hearth and what it's done for our business. Like so we've we've been with hearth for I would say like uh what is this this now what June um look I'm so worn out like mentally that when I see the number six down here, I still don't know what that means. My my computer says six one two thousand twenty one. I have to move my mouse to it and make it say June. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, it's June. Yeah. So, anyways, we started using the Hearth uh, portal. I'd say about fifteen months ago. Now, my favorite thing about it, Dan, is this: is people do it on their own. It's a very streamlined process. You 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 buy into the program. And then early on, what we did is is we would initiate the application process. So like we had a very small fact or, or, or a, a small piece in the process. Oh, you want financing? Okay. Uh, so 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 check this out. When I hang up with you, I'm gonna pull up my app and I'm gonna send you a link, and then you can do it, right? But then we all we've all graduated, and now Hearth allows you to embed their program into your website. And so now that conversation is 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 as simple as hey. Go back to our website, which gives you another hit to your website, increases right. your traffic, and and at the very top of the page, click on uh, get get financing, and uh, well, just walk through the process, and 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 within a matter of minutes, you know whether or not this is what you want to do. And uh, so what we started doing, just went, what we started doing, Dan, is on on our emails, like we we email estimates here using Job Nimbus, which I know you do as well, mm-hmm. and so we changed it all up at the bottom of our emails. Uh, 
there's some great comments coming through. We'll get to them. Yeah, um, too. yeah at the bottom of their at the bottom of my email, I, I changed it to now. It says in blue, why choose Jackson Fence Company? Now I list out what I believe is the criteria or, or the qualities that make this different, but I also put on there um, for financing, click here. So now I'm sending you an estimate. You've got the proposal in your hand, and boom, hit this big shiny blue button. And let's figure right. out how to pay for this, you know? So I'm glad you mentioned that because that's what we did. So when we send that text message, <clears throat> hey, look for your email. It's been sent from fenceking at jobnumbersmail.com yep. to, and we put the customer's email in, address in there in case we got it wrong. You'd be amazed how many people will say, mm -hmm. oh, it's dot in my last name or you spelt this wrong or, oh, you forgot a number. And uh, they would have never got the uh, the estimate. All right. So what we've done is is in that text. Not only do we send that picture, but we send the link that goes to our website that sends them to Hearth, Hearth, however the hell you want to say it. And then um, I love it. Not only that, we changed the signatures on all our emails that says "Get Finance Today." Yeah. With that same link on all our signatures, so if we're just emailing customers, they're getting that link. And guys, just, listen, Dan is the fence king, but whatever. He's also the king of the text replacement. And I guarantee you that what you just told me is coming out of a text replacement. Yeah. And and so if you want to streamline communication and process, but you want to make sure that every customer gets the right and appropriate information, you have to start looking mm -hmm. at systems to to make sure that they get that. And so if you, you got an iPhone, replacement, man. Yeah, if up, you got an iPhone, yeah, if you got an iPhone, you can go into your settings, and you can you can there's a there's a thing in there called text replacement, and you can go into there and you can create your own. So like for me, I give you an example. If somebody calls me and I can't take the call, uh, I don't have to hit a button that says I'll call you back. I can I can send a message that says T T Y L, and just four letters, and boom, it pops up this big old. Hey, this is Cannon with Jackson Fence. I'm either with a customer or I'm just not available to talk right now. Leave a message and I'll I'll get back with you. It boom, it takes them all that information. Um, another one is uh I've got I had a lady tonight. I try to protect my personal phone number, but a lady tonight has my phone number. We completed a job for her. Hey, I'm super happy with my job. The guys were great, they did a fantastic job. I'm so glad that I used your company. That's the lady that I want to get on our Google uh business listing and leave a review. And so I got in my phone after she sent that message and I typed three letters, G-R-V, that's Google Review. And then boom, it pops up this little message. Thank you again for using Jackson Fence. I hope you're completely satisfied. If you wouldn't mind uh, sharing the word with all your friends and, and the community, uh, just click on this link. Boom, it, it just, I, whatever it says, it does it all for me. I did it one time and now we repeat, 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 repeat over and over, you know, yeah, until you get the results that you want. Dylan and Zach had the same thing, man. LEM, I mean, LVM, left voicemail. Um, SEM, sent email, which is our estimates. Um, yeah. <clears throat> whenever I send a contract, I have SSC, and it just pulls it up. And all I got to do is put their name in, sent the signed contract, boom, 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 all the information yep. that they need. Now, Kirsten, you want to know the king of text replacement. That's my assistant, Kirsten. She's got a list of how to respond to customers. It's almost like she doesn't even need to think. Oh, that's what you need. You need financing. Here's a text replacement. Oh, you need this. Here's a text replacement. And it just streamlines things and makes life a whole lot easier. And she's taken 
we made a word document of our daily protocols. Yeah. And if you don't know one, all you got to do is go into that word document, find it, copy, paste it, email it to yourself, copy, paste it into your phone, text replacement, you're ready to roll. Yep. So um, I don't want to, I don't want to get sidetracked. Like we, so, and that, that kind of ties back into the apps, you know, that we're going to discuss later on using technology to leverage your business and to make stuff happen faster. Um, but you know, this whole topic here, Dan was, was what creative things are we doing uh, to sell jobs at this point in time uh, in the situation that we're in. And, you know, I think it comes down to two things. One, having a streamlined process that that communicates every piece of information that your customer could possibly need to make a buying decision. That's what you want them to do. You want them to make a decision. And I don't care if it's yes or no. Like I want them to say yes, but at the end of the day, make a decision. That's what I want you to do. So I'm going to give you every ounce of information that I possibly can to one, show that I'm, I'm a professional. I want to earn your business and two and three, I want you to make a decision bottom line, you know, but at the end of the day, I would say, you know, I don't know if, if you even have to be, those are our creative ways guys. But like at the end of the day, really what it comes down to is confidence, you know? And if you go into a conversation and you're trying to sell a fence and you know that this $20,000 fence would have costed $13,000 uh, a year ago hmm. and that's in your head, it's a mindset, you know? And so what you've got to do is you have to have the confidence, uh, and, and look, there's a guy that that Joe Everest introduced us to on one of his shows. His name is I don't know how you say it. Tom R E B E R Reber Rubber. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The uh, the contractor fight. Listen, if if you are having a hard time selling jobs or need to improve that, what that guy is speaking on his YouTube channel is gold. And um, he, he he's real big about confidence. Know your math and trust your math. Like it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, feels, says, or does. And it's not up to you as the salesperson or the business owner to 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 determine your customer's budget. It's not it's not your job to find their money for them. You know, it's your job to say, hey, I can do this for you, and this is the price that I can do it for. And you're not ripping your customers off. You are selling a, a valued solution uh, that you know, it's going to be profitable and it's going to solve their problem. So well, not only that, man, the, uh, I know people complain about the interest rates on some of these financing companies. Hey, look, I remember when I was building my credit, I had to pay to play, you know? Yeah. And if I didn't, if I didn't handle my business, then you know what? My interest rate is high. What did you say that guy's name was again? Um, uh, it's Tom R E B E R, but but the, his channel and and his thing is called the Contractor Fight. Uh, okay, yeah. And it's it's a it's a program like you can buy into the program, but man, there's like there's 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 gold nuggets everywhere everywhere on his channel for free. Uh, look, here's Joe Everest right now chiming in. Uh, what's up, Joe? Welcome to the show. So Joe says he runs four crews. If we're more than six weeks out, we increase our price. Anything longer than six weeks is clear indicator that we're underpriced in our market. I totally agree. Like, what's the purpose of being six months out? I used to be that guy, but think about it. Are you afraid that you're not going to land another job? Like, what's the purpose? I used to be that guy. Just keep stacking them up, stacking them up, you know, <clears throat> um, but then you miss these opportunities and, and, and what happens is you're booked up until September and somebody's going to call you with a dynamite dream job and you're going to have to turn it down or you're going to have to push everybody back, you know? And if it's a dynamite dream job, it's probably a job that's going to take more than two days. You know, it's probably a job that's going to take a week or two, 
you know? Yeah. But you're so consumed with all these other jobs that you have to say, hey, I, I can't take that, you know? And, and what happens is these people that have these prime jobs, let's call them, they're calling around trying to find a contractor that can meet their timeline and everybody's booked up. What if that was what if that was you that wasn't booked up and said, Hey, I can I can make this happen for you? Hey, look at yeah, look at Matt Warner when he swung for the fence on that job. <clears throat> Nobody else was bidding it. You know? So this is Garrick. And man, Garrick is, is booked up to mid-August. We'll be going to September soon with three crews. Now, Garrick, he is booked up because his fences, I don't know if you've seen them on his pages. He's booked up because his fences are freaking one of a kind and he's an artist. Really? He is, he is building some phenomenal fence. So I guarantee you, Garrick is booked up, but making really good money for the work he's doing. I've seen the pictures, the vinyl, the just stuff you don't see anywhere else. Really? Um, Garrick, you need to drop a link to your Facebook page. I like to check it out, man. Yeah. I haven't had a whole lot of time to be on social media lately, but I'd like to check uh, it out. This is Mark Osen. He says, what's this program you're talking about? That's the text replacement. It's built into your, here we go. Dan answered. Yeah. Text replacement under the keyboard option in your settings on your iPhone. Dan turned me on to that, and it's it's worth every every it. yeah, I it's worth it. it, man. It's free. It's a free app it's built into your phone. You've already bought it, paid for it. Use it. It's not even an app. It's a setting. It's a setting yeah. in your phone. Just so this is uh this is uh Luke. I think said this earlier. Uh, uh, I so. Yeah, I don't understand why the financial companies won't so dang much money to use their services. Car dealerships get kickbacks for using the same type of companies. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about that, man. I just but know. I, I will say this. The cool thing about Hearth, and I am not sponsored by Hearth. I pay just like anybody else that uses it pays. One of the cool things they have going for them is it's a one-time fee. Yeah, they don't we take pay, money. Yeah, we pay yeah. one time a year. And we can run as many credits through it as you want to. Where a lot of the other alternatives, uh, it's a uh, it's a charge per transaction type deal. So it's a variable. Yeah, so it becomes variable, which to me is like hard to manage because you don't know if the customer's going to use it or not use it. So how do you bid your job? Right. You know, it just creates a mess. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Here's their uh, his Garrick again. He says before they take the time to sign, now they sign on the spot. I tell them up front, yes, this price was about thirty percent yes less last year, but it'll be more by the end of this year. So you still have time to say big, and I guarantee my price is for fourteen days only, and I put a red circle on it. Well, I'm dealing with the same thing, man. People call me going, "Oh, I'm going to wait." Dylan and I, it's funny. We see these customers come up, and we're pricing them for the third and fourth time. They called in March. Oh, I'm going to wait. Okay. Well, in March, I was like, yeah, I get it. We're talking March last year. Right. You know, then they called, you know, August. No, man, we don't see it. This isn't good. They call in December. Then was like, look how many times we price these people, you know? Mm -hmm. And it just keeps going up. It's like, just do it. Just do it. It's not going down anytime soon. We read the forums. We're watching everything that has to do with wood. We're watching the YouTube videos. and <clears throat> I mean, if we're lucky, it's going to level out come the end of the year. You know? I mean, I may be wrong if I'm wrong. Please tell me. <laughs> you know? I'm just going by the information I'm getting. If you have some better information, I will gladly take it. 
Hey, this is one of our big followers, man. He's here every every weekend or every Tuesday, and we should have him on the show. I'd like to meet this guy, uh, Chris Hearn. I feel like I know him, and I always want to say Hearn real big. Chris Hearn in the house. Uh, so Chris, he says that the big, big companies were still killing everyone up here in Omaha. Just lost a 210-foot vinyl job to a big company here. And I can't even buy the material for what they sold it for. That's the huge problem here, in my opinion. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is somebody calling you? No, I'm actually. Uh, you want me to put you on camera, woman? I'm FaceTiming uh, Pepper to bring me another beer. <laughs> <laughs> and she just so, answered the uh, phone. Not happy. So, Chris. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, at the end of the day, like the, the company that has inventory sitting on the ground, we've heard this over and over. They're going to win uh, and they're going to win big, uh, especially right now when we have shortages like we have. Uh, I hate to hear that, man. Um, yeah, that's I don't a, know. That's, that's a tough one, man. But I mean, you know, the, the thing that the thing that we've been doing and I, I feel like it's hurting us, to be honest with you, Cannon, is every Monday. Dylan's got automatic emails that go out to certain vendors. Boom, boom, boom. Same material list every week. Mm -hmm. And we watch it. Okay, it goes yeah, up. Or, but then I need to adjust my price for the material I'm going to be buying. Yeah. Uh, went down a little bit. Uh, we're going to leave it. Went down a little bit more. Okay, let's adjust. Right. But then, then the next thing we know, um, it goes back up again. So every Monday, and I've said this before, you know, it's noon, one o'clock before he's actually getting any work done because all he's doing, checking prices, going in the computer, changing our cost per foot. Mm -hmm. So we're automatically getting our money for what it's going to be worth next by the time we get to the job. Because think about it. We give them seven days. A quote's good for them. Okay. Well, they sign on on the seventh day. Now you got seven days to sign the contract and pay the retainer fee. Now we're 14 days in. Right. Now, if you're two weeks out, it's a month. Right. So you have to keep your finger on that pulse every week. Yeah. You know, and that helps. I'm not saying it's going to solve the problem, but it has helped us. But I look back, I mean, Dylan was at his buddy's house and he's like, and the guy next door did the job at $4,500. I'm like, we need to look at our material costs during that time. We went back to our files, pulled our material costs up. Our materials were like 4,400, 43 and some change. And this guy did the entire job for 4,500. And he's not buying like we buy. He probably signed the job on, went four, five, six weeks later, lost his ass and doesn't even know it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, because I know he's not stocking material. Mm -hmm. You know? So I would I would say guys and 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 Dan and and Chris Hearn I would say that one of the biggest things that I think we can do uh, individually as you know running our own companies is just do not do not pay attention to what your competition is doing like you know Chris you've got it in your head right now is what it sounds like and I hate to hear it, that 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 you're not going to be able to sell a vinyl job but somehow just eliminate that from from your mind and 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 trust what you know you have to sell it for and and present it to that customer with confidence you know 
And uh, you know, there's there's we lose a crap ton of jobs, and and it's it's just it doesn't make sense to me when I stop to think about it. But it's not it's not my place to try to make it make sense either. Like I know, I know what the job has to sell for, and that's the bottom line. And if we can't make a deal, we just we got to move on. We got to move to the next one, you know, um, and just keep trying. And and sometimes. I would say right now it's probably harder to sell a job because material costs do uh, weigh in that much more. But um, at the end of the day, you know, we just we got to keep moving, you know. So yeah. you you might have to look at ten jobs to sell three, where used to you could look at five and sell three. I don't know, you know, that's 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 not what's happening here. But um, anyways. Um, Hey, this is this is Garrick, and he's the name of his company, Dan. If you want to look this up, it's uh, Torrance Vinyl Fence, and he makes vinyl. He he treats vinyl like wood. Like he's, I'm seeing him build pergolas and just crazy stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Chris, man, move on, keep grinding, um, and and you know. I've had people tell me, Hey, you got to cast a bigger net, you know, you got to get more leads, but, but really your leads are only as good as your salespeople at the end of the day. And there's days when I feel like, Hey, we got way too many leads. We got a hundred leads and we're only going to be able to follow up with 30 of them, you know? Um, so I don't know. You just got to be aggressive. You know, you got to trust the process and keep, keep grinding. You said it and right. I think, and I think right now a really big part is, is you need to be a salesman. You need to know how to sell yourself. Yeah. You need to be know how to be personable. And those people are going to make it. I mean, I've I, I noticed that. Look, my guy, Zach, that we pulled in as a salesman just in, what, March 1st? Yeah. I had him making sales calls, and I was like, ah, we don't need him making sales calls right now. You know, when things are a little different and we can afford to lose jobs because our salesperson isn't the greatest, yeah. I mean, he's learning. Nothing, Nothing bad about him. It's just right now is not the time to have a salesman learn. Yep. You need to, you need to seal every deal and be on top of your game. That's right. Um, hey, we got David Banks in the house. David says, I'd rather lose a job than lose money on a job. Uh, here's Josh Glover. Who's Josh, that? Josh says, put zero effort and time into what your competitors are selling for. That's right. Yeah. Know your costs and sell based on your business model. Find customers that fit your company. That's it. You know, and, and, and Chris Hearn, you know, I, I, I know what you're going through. I've had those thoughts and feelings. Um, there's something about you, Chris, that makes you different from those other people, you know, and sell that, you know, when you're, when you're, I don't know Chris's business, but like, if you're an owner operator, Hey, I'm going to be the one to build your fence. I'm selling it to you. I'm describing it to you. I'm going to order it and I'm going to build it. That's why you should choose me to build your fence. When you're the big company with, with 13 trucks running every day, you say, Hey, the reason you, sh you should choose me, is because we have a warranty like no other and we can get to your job faster than anybody else. You know, so you just change it up. You know, it's all, both of those things are great. Right. But yeah, it's, you gotta the, find it's, that point. it's a perspective that you're in, you know, how do you present it? Yeah. Um, Definitely. We got Mr. Tony Thornton himself in the house here. Sell it, don't quote it. Oh, I like that. 
Hey, so I work for Lowe's. A lot of you guys know that. That was my background prior to fencing. I was a Lowe's uh, assistant store manager, and uh, we used to have a – they called them – it's like a district manager, but we called them market reps or something. I can't remember what we called them. Uh, anyways, we had a guy named Chuck, and he would always say, uh, don't be an order taker. Be a salesperson. Don't let somebody call you in. Don't let somebody call into your company and say, hey, what kind of fence do you want? Okay, wood fence. All right, well, this is what we're selling it for right now. Uh, I fully believe in taking time and, and having a conversation with that person. And, and, and what's your motive for needing a fence? Let's, let's start there. You know, why did you call me? Do you have kids? Do you have a pool? Do you have dogs? Like, what's, what's your motive for a fence? Oh, okay, you have a small dog? Okay. Uh, well, do you have a fence now? Okay, no fence. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. In previous homes, did you ever have a fence? Oh, you had a wood fence? Okay. Well, what did you like about that wood fence, and what did you not like about that wood fence? You know, let the customer lead you down this path, right? Mm -hmm. and, and what you're doing is, like, you know, we know what they're going to say. Well, I really liked having privacy from my crazy neighbor, uh, but I didn't like I had posts that were rotting. We know what the answer. We know how to uh, sell that, right? Uh, I really didn't like uh, that my gates that I had. I, I, you know, I could get a lawnmower into them, but it took me 15 minutes to get the thing open and shut back behind it. You know, mm -hmm. okay, okay, okay. Um, but you really like the idea of having the privacy. So let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about. Uh, your needs and, 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 and what we can do to, to help you get what you really like and also eliminate some of the things that you really didn't like on that previous fence that you had. Uh, and maybe that'll help you make a decision. And then they, you talk to them, you give them a price, uh, you want them to buy from you, but maybe there's sticker shock. They, they just didn't expect it, you know, so they call the next company and the next company says, okay, what kind of fence do you want? Okay. And quotes it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, they might, the pricing might be more what they wanted to spend, but don't think for a second that they don't recognize the different experience that they just had, you know? Um, and you want the people truthfully that appreciate the time and the effort that you put in the, having that conversation and educating them and, and making it happen, you know? Well, not only that, Cannon, uh, something that I've learned is, is you start talking people, you start talking to people in a financial lingo, and say, hey, you're going to get the most out of your investment if you do this. This is going to give you more value. Mm -hmm. They start looking at it as, okay, this guy's he's selling me something that's tangible and that's going to be worth what I feel like I'm paying for it. And you mm -hmm. start talking about, hey, we could we could do a pine fence. Yep. But you know what? It's a better investment to do the cedar. Yep. Now, I don't do vinyl and all that. I know there's a lot of guys out there that might say, Vinyl's better, aluminum's better, whatever. But we mainly do uh, wood, and that's how I talk to them. Yeah, and that's how I'm selling Postmasters. You know, hey, yeah, you can get this is a better value. Right, and right now at the price of wood, you can get a Postmaster a fence built on Postmasters for yep. nearly the same price as you would with wood. Right, that's a value you don't want to pass up. That's right. And I always tell them, look, if it was me, that's what I would do. I don't so, make any more money to put up postmasters than I do wood posts. So I'm talking to a to a guy today, and uh, and I was very clear with him. I said, uh, caught him up, caught him by his by his you know Mister and his name, and uh, 
I was like, hey, I'm just I'm reaching out and following up with you. And uh, I, I just I'd had this is like the third time I've had a conversation with this guy. And they've always been long. So I always have to like make sure I've got plenty of time because this guy's long winded, <laughs> you know. And uh, so I'm, I'm sitting here talking to this 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 guy and I've, I've sent this quote and I know I know it's expensive. And, I, and that's why I'm calling him because I want to sell the job. You know, uh, I know to be a great just a great push on our, on our budget for the week. And so I'm talking to him. Hey, have you, have you guys got together and made, made a decision? And so this, this, this particular project, it's a very uh, special and personal project. And what the guy's doing is he's putting a fence up at a cemetery, a family cemetery. And so, mm. um, I'm actually moving some of his deceased relatives from where they are now into this new location. Right. Uh, oh, wow. But when I when I first met with this guy, he was telling me all the details and all the work's going to go into it. And I could tell by talking to him, like, man, this guy is not going to spare any expense on making this thing and the way passionate. exactly. Yeah, very much. And so I sent him a quote, you know, he told me what he had going on. Tell me what he, what he wanted. Uh, it's actually a chain link job. And, and you know, uh, I advised him on the weight of the fabric, the differences, the different weights. Uh, uh and I told him, hey, I think we're going to be great with an eight gauge uh, vinyl coated uh, chain link material. Uh, a lot of times we put nine in the backyard. You'll see six around a tennis court or a baseball field. But I think for your application, I think eight gauge is more than sufficient. It's not going to get caught up in a weed eater and tear up on you. Um, and then, you know, I went ahead and I quoted them all um, SS40 pipe, you know, and um, it came out. It was an expensive job, you know. Uh, let's say it was a just for for numbers say it was a $25,000 job. Okay. Um, so I sent him this proposal and he's looking at it and not only does he have to look at it, he has to get several other family members that's on this cemetery board to say, yeah, let's, let's go with this. You know, so I'm talking to him today and, and, you know, I, I call him by his name and I say, listen, I know it's a big decision, you know, uh, but again, it's numbers. Let's, let's, let's say, uh, whether you spend twenty five thousand or seventeen thousand, you know, I think you and I can both agree that's a lot of money, right? I mean, at the end of the day, twenty five, seventeen is still a lot of money to me, you know. Now, is this something that 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 you really want to have to address and bring back to the table in in fifteen, eighteen years and have to go through this whole process again, you know? Uh, or would you rather just get the best quality material that you can get now, you know? And, you know, it's just he, he understood that he was he was in full agreement and I knew he would understand it because when I talked to him originally, the amount of detail and emphasis that he had on getting stuff just right, putting the brick columns just where they had to be and how he was going to lay it out, blah, 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 blah. And I'm, you know, I'm listening to him. I'm, I'm impressed, honestly. And I'm like, hey, listen, the way that you're talking to me is exactly the way that I feel about any project, you know. Like, I like that passion. I like that attention to detail. So let me tell you what we can do to be a part of this with you, you know? And so it's still a voting process and we've not got the job, but I'm pretty sure I licked the envelope today, you know? <laughs> uh, well, when you connect with your, your customers like that, man, it, it matters. You yeah. Know? And so, you know uh, you got those. So, yeah. And that's, uh, that's what... That's what Scott Jared is saying here. Present and educate your customer with options, upsell quality. Uh, it can be your best asset right now. And he's right. Yeah, it really is. 
I see Heather's on here. Hey, Heather. Yeah, I can't How see her. You? I can't see her comment on this uh, on Be Live it, though. It says hi, Fence Family. What's up, Heather? <laughs> Heather, I seen a girl today walking on the track. We got a, a, a track behind my house, and I I had to do a double take. I said, "Is that Heather?" No, nah, that can't be Heather. She doesn't live here, but it looked just like Heather. Uh, hey, Heather, I hope you guys are having a good night. Um, so, Dan, what's what's next on this thing here? I think we've we've, we've encompassed a lot. Um, so let's talk about workmanship and warranty well, work. With that, well, what about customers that aren't looking at their estimates or looking at their contracts, paying attention to the to the detail that you spend all this time to draw out a nice detailed fence layout for them. Mm -hmm. Everything's marked mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they don't even read it. They just assume they're getting one thing. And I get it. I try to educate my customers. Mm -hmm. I know they don't know the lingo. I try not to talk to them in fence lingo. I try to talk to them as if, you know, they don't know anything, even if they do. Right. And, you know, you get on the job and like, oh, well, I thought y'all were doing this. And my guy's like, oh, let me look at the fence layout. No. No, we're not fencing that little portion right there. Well, I thought we were. So then you get on the phone with the customer and they, you priced it like that. Then you send them an est a, a, a contract with a drawing. So it used to be where, you know, you kind of, you know what? I can go ahead and just do that little, I, I can cut a gate in there for you that I didn't plan on. But now with the cost of material being so high, what are you doing to make sure that, uh, that doesn't, that, that doesn't happen? Cause I mean, that could be a pretty big hit for some, some things, you know, depending on what it is. I can't, we can't hear you, Ken, or I can't. Oh, sorry. I muted it. I was requesting That's another drink and I muted it. Um, <laughs> So no. yeah, uh, yeah. No, we've we've all been there, you know. And I will say, it it always depends on how. What are we talking about? Are we talking about, you know, three foot of fence? You know, I'm not gonna well, lose I mean, a lot. I, of I had one. I had one lady thought we were fencing in the whole yard, and the contract clearly said two fronts across the back with footages, and then yeah. down the side we had dashes that said existing fence, do not touch. Right. And she's like, "Well, you're not doing that." Right. Just the footages don't add up. You signed off on it. You know, now she's upset with me because she the fence is double. You know? Right, right. So I, I don't know. Um Sean King just joined. What's up, Sean King? Uh and Chris Steele. What's up, Chris? Uh sorry, man. I see names pop up and I just want to stop immediately and I really want to do a high five. Do it with me, Dan. Okay. <laughs> but uh yeah man i mean it used to be days where it was Same easy staffer. to come in and it would e it was easy to come in and and do a little bit of extra fencing you're already there you already got a little bit of material on your truck because it's leftovers and it is just not possible right now yeah know? but man this is what i know and like it's, most it's tough to it's I, I would say clientele doesn't understand you know I would say for us though, like those those situations are like few and far between. Uh, and I'm 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 probably more of an accommodator than most. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm not, I'm not saying you don't, but I feel like we we give a pretty detailed contract and we make them sign 
a pricing sheet. We make them sign a diagram sheet, uh, terms and conditions, a warranty, same here, same you know, all, all that stuff. And it's a DocuSign. And so they have to go through every single thing. And uh, I don't know. Uh, we do get people that, that add on. I had a lady today that, you know, I had to, it was a wood job. But because of the way it was, the situation, we had actually had to add three foot of chain link, you know, to it. And so now we're at, at a job and, of course, we're, we're working on wood. So we don't have three foot of chain link to do that with, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So somebody had to uh, take three foot of chain link to that job to make it happen. And um, will I charge her for it? Probably, yeah, I will. Um, will it be worth it in the long run? I mean, from a financial standpoint, probably not. Like, cause, cause, I mean, that was a had to pull a guy off of something else to to to, to make that happen, you know. Uh, but uh, it does make me feel good if if I'm being honest. Like, when somebody makes a request, that we have the team and the resources readily available to just pull it off, you know. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, some some guys some guys hit hard for change orders, you know. I, I my 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 uh, terms say. If you make a change order when the project is in process, you know, we're going to assess a $250 change order fee, administrative fee. Um, but we rarely do that, you know, if ever, honestly, we just don't, we don't want people to change it. So we just tell them we're going to charge them a whole lot of money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's just, it's a tough one, man. And it used to be a whole lot easier. Yeah. You know, when there was a, you know, a little issue, but it just so, seems like they don't pay attention, you know? Heather, for, I don't know. I, I think you got some kind of privacy setting on your Facebook because I can see your comment on Facebook, but I can't see it on my computer screen. But she has a great question. She says, do you allow your crews to quote that in that situation? No. No? No, I don't allow them to quote it at all. I mean, if that if there's a discrepancy, they call me. Yep. And I'm like, all right, go ahead, measure it out. Send it over to me. They send it to me. I called a customer. I already got all the info I need. Yep. And uh, and then I addressed it. Hey, look, I talked to the guys. They went ahead and measured this. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. This is what so, you're looking at. So I would say here, uh, I guess the way we typically handle that is they'll call and say, hey, look, this is what's going on. Um, and I want to be as little involved in it as possible. Like at that point, the customer is looking at this person, say it's Brandon, and saying, hey, I'd like to also do this while you're here. Or Brandon's gonna call me or Kristen or, or, or Sheena and say, Hey, look, this is what I got going on. And um, I don't know. For me, I think it's very appropriate to say, All right, Brandon, yeah, we can do you Brandon, one, do you have the time to pull this off today? That's my first question. Are you able to do yeah. it while you're there? That, that, that's that's gonna make a big difference. If it's something that there's no way you can do that in the allotted time that we have, that's a whole nother conversation, you know. But are you able to do it while you're there? Number one. Number two. Hey, how much how much difference are we talking? You know, and then number three, I, I would say, Kristen, tell me if I'm wrong. If, if a customer changes their mind on a project and Brandon calls you, we're usually going to tell Brandon, hey, look, this is what we're going to charge. And he'll relay that information to the customer. Um, but I don't know. We're, we're pretty much an open book here. Like we encourage our team members to, to, to sell. We encourage our team members to collect checks uh, when the job is done. Um and, and, and bring it home. And uh, there's a lot of people that will mail a check to us, but I'll say this, like we even incentivize our team. Hey, if you come home with a check, there's a monetary value in return for you for, for doing that. Uh, so I don't know. I'm all about it, man. Like let's, let's streamline it. 
let's 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 do the upsell. Let's make a little extra money while we're there. And at the end well, the of the day, got to bring the check home. The thing too with you, man, you're you're so spread out with your work. It's it's worth it having your guys bring uh bring that check back. You know, right? We don't do that real often. We got that portal set up and. I try to use that, drive the traffic to my website. Jeez. <laughs> Every week we got that same truck drives by, huh? Man, it's Tennessee. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, man. Yeah, that's Chris Steele. He says his foreman, they get uh, they get their yeah. marching orders and roll with it. Yeah. I see Joe here. He uh, gives an incentive to his guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and we we do the same thing here, man. Like I'm, I, I feel like I'm a pretty generous guy to work for. Like, um, you know, if it's out of the ordinary or just special or whatever, whatever. Like, I'm like, hey, man, look, if you'll, I don't know, we we had a lady the other, uh, the other day, man. Um. Uh, so like two years ago, we built the fence for. Her. And had some guys, and they had a gun safe. It was in the back of a U-Haul van. They're like, "Hey, we really need to get this gun safe into our garage, right?" And so while we're there, we took the gun safe, and I was actually on that job that day. We took the gun safe down the U-Haul ramp and set it up in the garage. Okay, two years later, these people buy another gun safe. Would you believe they called us up and said, "Hey"? Yeah, yeah. They called Jackson Fence and said, "Hey, <laughs> you guys, you guys uh, helped us with this first gun safe, and and we got the situation. We've actually got another gun safe, and we don't know who else to call to move it. And and they call they called Kristen, and uh, Kristen, said, yeah, I think we can have, we can help you. And so Kristen called uh, uh, our crew lead and said, "Hey, you remember moving this gun safe? He's like, "Yeah. Well, do you mind doing it again? And and so like all we did was connect the dots. We didn't make any money on it, you know. Um, so our guy went and moved the gun safe. He got some money, and we took care of the customer. But the biggest thing that blows my mind is out of all that, she had a gun safe, and she called Jackson Fence Company to come move it for her. <laughs> I thought that was really cool, you know. So yeah, and, and I know I know Joe Evers. He always uh, I've heard him talk about this before when his guys are on a job. He empowers them, and I love that word, empowers them to do something out of the ordinary or unusual or outside of the normal scope of work to further satisfy or, um, I don't know what the word is, surprise. Um, everybody likes surprises. But to do something other than the actual something job. Above and beyond. Yeah. yeah, within a $100 budget. So, like, if there's a mailbox that needs a post that needs to be replaced, hey, replace that mailbox. If there's a broken patio paper, let's replace that broken patio paper. If there's a gun safe, surprise and delight. That's what he says. If there's a gun yeah. safe that needs to be moved, hey, jump in the U-Haul and move the gun safe. Hell, you're there. You know, you're strong as a ox anyways, you know. Um, so, this is Nathan Downs. And I think Nathan is a part of Empire Fence. Uh, the only challenge with giving authority to do a change order to the crew is the customer may then start negotiating everything who knows where that could end true yeah, yeah the possibility is definitely there but i think uh, it's more like the car the car salesman thing like yeah you might try to negotiate but the car salesman you know if you say hey 
you get this $20,000 pickup and I'll give you 19 for it. You know what he's going to say. Well, let me go back and talk to my sales manager, you know? So, yeah, I mean, the, the problem, the problem is this, in my opinion, <clears throat> depending on the size, you know what I mean? Uh, the, uh, the actual crews don't really know what it's worth or yeah, what, uh, you know, what's all involved, you know? So, but yeah, if they're not going to, if they're not going to be there, and have to go back another day. You know, we're, we're constantly, we get old people and they're like, oh, I can't afford to fix my gate. My guys will fix their gates for them. They're like, hey, this this lady next door needs a gate fix. I'm going to go ahead and fix it. I'm like, hey, what's involved? Ah, it's going to take us 10, 15 minutes to do what we got to do. Do it. That's right. Right. You know, <clears throat> so. Uh, hey, let's move, let's move over to the, uh, to the workmanship and warranty. Um, segment here dan if we can yeah. uh, so it says a, uh, or you i'll let you handle this i want to chime in on this one this is probably my favorite topic to talk about yeah, this, i this love one. these phone calls you know i'll get a i'll get a uh we text back and forth because we all work remote so not all of us but dylan and i are in the office every day zach's out running around um kirsten works from home she's got a couple little ones and of course, my guys are out on the job, but I just, you get these, I get a text message or I'll get an at in my email that comes through our CRM. It's like, hey, this lady said all her boards are falling off her fence. Yep. Or uh, the gate never worked. That's my favorite. The gate hasn't worked since the day you did, you installed it. Always exaggerating. Well, we got company cam. When the job's over, my guys do a video. Hey, gate's working perfectly fine. So we solved that problem. Um, or we get the uh, all the boards are coming off the fence. You didn't nail the job properly. Yep. And you get there and it's two boards. And you can tell it's two right in a row. The nail gun ran out. The guy put his nails in, either forgot it or it looked like it got nailed. And he just didn't notice. But the whole fence is coming down. Y'all didn't do a good job. All the boards are coming off. You know, on those warranty jobs, we jump on them quick because we don't want to have these customers coming after us saying we don't come back and do what we're supposed to do. But man, it's pretty frustrating. It's 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 really frustrating, especially when I'm out and about in the community and I run into somebody like, yeah, I talked to Billy Joe Bob, and you know, he said you did his fence for him, and and uh, his gate never did work right. But hold on a second. Let me pull Billy Joe Bob up in company cam. Look at look at his gate working. You know, it just it's pretty frustrating. And um it, it's But it's when you go out there, I mean, is it working or is it not working at that point? Well, you go out there and come to find out they've left the gate slammed in the wind, you know, and they've broken the whole striker off. It's you know. You're doing this 20 years and the whole striker's broke. You know, you got a whole board ripped off the gate or the guy that's cutting the grass is taking out a section this big in the, in the, uh, in the last board. Yeah. You can tell it's the lawnmower, but we put up a faulty fence board, you know, it, it's just the exaggeration is unreal. And I just thought it was a, a, a nice topic, not a nice topic, but I just thought it was a topic that we could bring up that I'm sure a lot of people deal yeah. with, uh, 
and uh, have to deal with. So, things. so Sean is suggesting that maybe they stood on your raggedy gate. Because <laughs> I'd be jumping on mines. Hey, we no joke. We had a guy call, and we've already built this fence. When when that guy called about me jumping on the gates about a month ago, maybe. We had a guy call, and one thing I really liked about going live on my person on my business page is that people know who I am. Like they call and like, "Hey, Cannon, Cannon," you know what I mean, whatever. So this this guy calls. I have no idea who he is. Um, I don't think. Do I know the guy? Kristen looking at me like I know the guy. I mean, no, I do. Uh, oh, she we said. Oh, uh, we've sold him a couple of fences. I just forget. Maybe I don't know. But anyways, it was neither here nor there, Kristen. So anyways, the guy calls right. <laughs> And he says, hey, I want one of those gates that I can swing on like Cannon puts on Facebook. And I was like, that's cool, man. All right, man. So we, that's our thing, you know? Like, that's our freaking thing. If Pella can make a window that we don't just stand behind, we stand on. Well, Jackson Fence can make a gate that we don't just walk through. We swing through, okay? I mean, for real. Like, the oh, guy man. called us and was like, hey, I want one of those gates that I can swing on. And uh, funny, man. so we went and put him a gate he could swing on, and he said, "Well, I'm not gonna swing on it, but just knowing I could is all I want to know, you know." Um, so, anyways, I like it, man. Like build a that's gate funny, that's, that's you know, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, gates are always a pain point in the fence, right? So yeah, build it, it the way you can. But hey, let's be. let's talk about this. Let's talk about the nails missing, right? And so we've ha we've had that here. Uh, dude, I had to drive an hour and a half one time. Every now and then we'll catch a wild hair and go do a job an hour and a half away. I had a guy call me and uh hey, I've got some, some nails out of a board. And so I'm like, damn, how am I gonna get back to this place? It's like clear in another state. Literally, it was in another state. But man, I went, I talked to the guy, he came outside. A squirrel ran across the top of his fence and it had been chewing on the top of his fence and he shot it with his BB gun. So we kind of hung out. We kind of like bromance a little bit. And uh, once that was over, I said, man, listen, if you don't mind, uh, I said, show me the board that you're worried about. He did. And I said, listen, if you don't mind, uh, I'm going to hang out back there for a little while once I fix this one. And I'm going to walk around. And I'm going to check the rest of them for you, you know. And um, ironically, it was honestly... Hey, it was the day Joe Evers had the live and we were on live with him. And I was doing two that same day. I said, look, we get two different jobs with two um, things of boards not being nailed on. So the first one I went to it was a lot closer, which I was grateful for. Um, so the first one I went to, a customer had called, hey, I've got a board that's fell completely off my fence. And I would like for you to come out here and fix it, but also I'd like for you to check the rest of them, you know? And so I drive to this house and uh, a lot of times I'll just, I'll take the little repairs. It's just easier for me to still fix them, you know, uh, mm -hmm. but not always. Sometimes I want it to be a learning situation, but I knew going to that house, I was like, Hey, you know what? I bet this board is falling off. I already had a gut instinct. It was a rip board. Cause you know how that works. You're nailing up a fence. It in there and they didn't nail it. Yeah, exactly. And, and so I, I walked into this backyard. I'm talking to Mr. Homeowner. And I see all the way in that corner. That's where it's at. I'm like, mm, yeah, it's a rip, you know? And so um, uh, I already see it. And I said, hey, man, if you don't mind, show me show me where this board is. Oh, that board. Okay, okay. And I took him over there. We walked over there together. And I explained to him what happened. I said, 
I said, listen, this shouldn't have happened, period. Flat out should not have happened, you know. But let me tell you why it happened. That'll make me feel better, at least as an owner. I can say, hey, look, it wasn't just straight negligence, you know. So I explained the process of how we always have to cut something at the end. I said, hey, look, this is a board that was cut. And evidently, it was cut so well that it fit perfectly in there. And, 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 and the nail guy couldn't tell that it didn't have nails. So I was able to explain that. But, but then my head started thinking, hey, if we're doing rips, don't put it in the hole and leave it there. Check it if you want to. But if you don't have a nail gun in your hand, don't put it in the hole. Don't Make it, it obvious, there. right? So anyways, um, I don't know where I learned this from. I maybe read it in a book. Uh, but there was a there was a thing that I learned somewhere along the way uh, and was talking about mistakes. And mistakes are going to happen in business. We're humans. And the whole idea was uh, it's like a book. When, when somebody chooses to do business with your with your company, you're writing a book, okay? And any time that you have a callback or a warranty issue, um, you, you, you thought that you ended the, ended the book. Hey, we did the job. We got paid. We sent a thank you card. That's the end of that book. Let's put it on the shelf, right? Mm -hmm. And then the customer calls you back. And it's really, man, this is this is my passion. And I could I could go all Matt Warner on this one here, man. It is your job at that point in time when that customer calls you back, no matter how petty or how little it may seem, it's your job to go out there and write a good last chapter. That's your opportunity, you know, because at this point, by the time they've called you, they're already questioning everything that you've told them, everything that you've done, everything. Mm -hmm. You know, are they really going to own up to this? Are they really going to come back? Because most contractors don't. We know that. You know, most contractors take the money and run and block your number. So now we have an opportunity when they call back to write a good last chapter. So when I was in this guy's yard, um, I said, hey, look, you know, I've got time here. I'm going to fix that board for sure. I'm going to put some nails in it. Actually, I put screws in it. It was easier to put screws in it than nails in it. But uh, so I put screws in it. I said, but look, let's, if you got time, let's walk this fence together and so we started at one corner and i told him i said look this is what i'm doing i'm going through here and i'm looking for two nails holes but i'm also trying to find a silver head and i explained to him hey sometimes these guns just shoot dry it looks like a shot it sounded like a shot but a nail didn't go into it you know mm -hmm. and sure enough i found two things where i didn't see a little silver head in there and i pointed it out to him I said, look here, I don't see silver. I went, it was at the very bottom, and it was honestly touching the ground. And I went and I got my hand up under there, and sure enough, I was able to pull that board loose from the fence. The bottom two nails didn't go, you know. But because it was hitting the ground, it probably never would have curled up. I said, look, I'm going to fix that too, you know. And so now I'm pointing out stuff to him that he didn't even know about, you know. And we continue walking around his fence. We get to the other end. And I find a board that has a crack in it, about like this. And I said, man, you see that board right there with that split in it? He said, yeah. I said, look, if, it's, if you're cool with it, I'm here. I've got some extra boards. I'm going to pop that one off and put you a new one on there. He's like, man, for real? I said, yeah, I'm here, you know? Mm -hmm. And so what I did is they called me about one board that wasn't nailed up. But I went out there and I found this other board that also didn't have two nails. I checked every single word. I really did. I checked every one of them. And I said, hey, you know what? I don't like that board. As an owner of this company, I don't like that board. And I wouldn't want it on my fence. If you're okay with it, I'll pop it off and put another one on there for you. Dude, it cost me three bucks and, and took 
three minutes, you know. Yeah. But now I have I still have that opportunity that when somebody talks about a fence in his community or his network, he can advertise us, you know. Yeah, I love those reviews. They actually came out and fixed this. Well, I had an issue and they addressed it. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> it's important, man. It really is. It comes down to uh, to what I'm always telling my guys. Hey, we're building a business, mm-hmm. not building a checking account. Mm-hmm. And as long as we build a business, well, everybody here will always have a checking account. Correct. Because we'll stay busy. We'll stay working. Yeah. And life, life will be good. You know, we're going to have our ups and downs. We're going to have issues. We're going to have to go back on jobs we don't want to go back on. We're going to have that one lady that is calling about that one board that she doesn't think is nailed. And you get there and it is nailed. And, you know, <laughs> the kids from next door kicked the soccer ball against her fence and broke the top of the board. It's, mm-hmm. you know, but it's your fault. And you just go ahead and fix it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you're right, Chris. I agree with that. That's one of the yeah. best reviews you can get. Yeah. Uh, what's next, Dan? Do we want to continue or do we want to start wrapping up? I don't know, man. Hey, so you were cute. long-winded tonight, or was I long-winded? Somehow we, we got an hour and 15 minutes in. You were a little long-winded. I was, Sorry. I was giving you space. <laughs> we got a big, long comment here. I'm kind of afraid to read it. Oh, let me see. I can read it right here. That's, that's Chris Hearn. He says, uh, I'm going to start making customers sign what to expect from, from wood fence like I've seen others have. I have that. I know Sean does. Do you have that, Cannon? Yeah. Just had a customer call two weeks before the year warranty goes out and says fence boards are cracking and splitting. Told me it's not real cedar. Had to explain to him there are very few there. There are a few different kinds of cedars. Told him it shouldn't split if it's real cedar. Told me, yeah. It was like a 20-minute conversation, but I took about a dozen pictures and told him I replaced about two dozen pickets to keep them happy. And he said he wants to leave us a good review. But, and I stopped him right there and said I'll replace, but I took pictures of and go from there. Hey, do you know what so, El Dorado means in Spanish? Uh, I used to know. Splits wide open. Oh no, I didn't know that. It doesn't really mean that, but that's a that's oh. a joke. <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows where I'm going with that, but I won't I won't beat no. a dead horse. But, I don't know. but if it says if, if if it says El Dorado on it, I don't put it on a fence. I'll just leave it at that. I used to, not anymore. Yeah, you have to tell me what that means later. I don't know what that is. It's garbage. Oh garbage. Anyway, all right, man. Um, I think uh, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, Dan, this was a great show, man. Uh, we were going to talk about apps, uh, but there's always another night. Dan has a damn list of apps. It looks like the app store on this page here. <laughs> well, I was just going through everything and anything I could think yeah. of, man. Yeah. I got so many apps, man, that we, you know, we look at our subscriptions and dues uh, on QuickBooks, and it's like, are we really using all these apps? And so it's a constant battle. Like you download it, you pay for it. And it's like, it'll get away from you. Next thing you know, you're paying for stuff you don't even use anymore. So, yeah. Um, now we have a ton of apps that we use here. Um, uh, I would say the, the best one on your list here. Ooh. 
Ooh, you're gonna pick a best one. So listen, uh, we gotta get off here, but I'll go over it. Yeah, Dan has this. I got a few of them on here that I can't live without. Company cam, crew, bouncy, Verizon One, Turbo Scan, construction calculator, big box, cash app, Ben Moselle, Square, PayPal, time cards, Google Drive, Sheets, Keep Google Drive, Google Sheets, Google and Adobe. Okay. Adobe. We got Road Warrior. One of my favorite, one of my favorite ones. One of my favorite ones on that whole list is Turbo Scan. That's crazy, but I love it. I'll be scanning stuff I don't even need, man, just because I like it. <laughs> yeah, Company Cam, we can't do business without it. The Crew App, we can't do business without it. Bouncy is what we use for our truck GPSs and stuff. Can't live without it. Verizon One, can't live without that. All our calls and texts come through there. Um, Turbo Scan, I don't use it as much because I got company cam now, but I don't pay for it. You know, uh, Chris, Turbo Scan is a, uh, I think there's a paid version. It's like $4.99, one time fee. You can scan and uh, turn that scanned item into a PDF, JPEG, whatever, man. Email it directly from your phone. It's, it's pretty sweet guy in the banking industry showed me that he said that they accept it so i was like all right you accept it it must be good enough are you answering the turbo scan question yeah yeah okay. he asked what was turbo scan of course so no, i just, I, just calculator. I had a guy um, i had a guy that was supposed to start tonight today this morning i'm not even going, going to go there yeah let's not talk about personnel yeah so uh team members uh, i mean i don't know those guys are team members or not. But then, of course, I don't know how many people take Venmo and PayPal and Cash App, and it's just, yeah. you know, Zelle and all those, um, which are free. You know, some people use uh, time card apps. Uh, my Google Drive is really big. I got everything in my Google Drive, man. So, look, man, I, I hear somebody's here. I think my daughter's home. Yeah, man. Hey, great show, Dan. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight. Yeah, man. You too. Sorry I missed last week, but I hear uh, you had a much better looking uh, partner in crime that week. So It doesn't take much. More hair. Yeah, it doesn't take much at all. Trust me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I'm good to go. I'm going to call it a night. I've had a long day. You have a good one, man. Hi, right, brother. You too, man. See you guys. Thanks right. for watching. Keep on fencing.